all of you guys, you put your heart and soul into everything. And it's wanting to give to the area something, you know, it's not just a business deal or money-making deal like that. You really want to uh, contribute a forum, you know, get other art, because we have such amazing, you know, artists, musicians, you know, chefs, uh, the breweries, and give everyone a, a platform. So other people who haven't tried out like Crown Brewing know how amazing these people are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 22nd episode of According to Alan. Um, uh, it's a very special one today. We've got a, a special guest um, in studio at the, my offices, but first I'll introduce Josh. Josh, uh, how are you today? Hi, everybody. I'm good. <laughs> the, uh, the special guest is a guy who um, who was my audio engineer for the football seasons for a while until Josh replaced him. He is an 80s metal head, avid beer drinker, <laughs> and uh, now the... Uh, an, an audio specialist, I would say, across the board and everything, and um, he is now the audio engineer at TD Ameritrade Network in the city, Joe Jeriga. Hello. <laughs> I, I still also uh, do some stuff for uh, NBC Sports. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow. Still still holding those uh, connections together. It, 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 yeah. I, I enjoy doing the pre- and post-games way too much to give that up, so it's like <laughs> worth sacrificing a Saturday or two <laughs> to... Stay in my audio cave and watch the Blackhawks sadly lose lately. Nice. However, we did really well against the Caps, and it's like I wish I would have watched that game because I'm kind of checked out right now in the season. Yeah, well, I think everybody is, including the players, yeah. and they need one. They need a they need a little small vacation. Yeah, it's they need some massive changes. They need to be sellers. Yeah. Well, they we'll get into we'll get into we'll get into hockey talk. In a little bit, um, I just kind of wanted to drop in and, and let everybody know about what's been going on real quick with us. Um, first off, it's uh, been a crazy week as always. We've got some major plans coming out in the next 48 hours that could be game-changing for us, so stay tuned for that. Um, Saturday, we were at the NWI Food Truck Fest, and that was an awesome time. I know that a lot of people who were there haven't been too excited, at least from what I've seen on Facebook. And um, they, I guess the lines were too long and uh, people were leaving because they were running out of food. And I guess I get it, because if you're a food truck fest, you shouldn't be running out of food. Um, but however, you, I, I would just give a little bit of grace to the people who organize these things and someone who knows the person who's doing it in particular, Monica, who does an amazing job across the board. Um, I just want you to understand how hard some of these events are. And I think this is like a good time to where like the internet can just be so detrimental and people can just say whatever they want without any feelings involved. And I think that's one of those situations where does the world needs the Beatles now more than ever, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just chill out. Uh, it'll be another one. She's learned from her mistakes. No one's being harder on the whole situation than her on herself. Um, so just please uh, take a break with that. And uh, if see, try to see the positives and try to use it as a way to maybe improve the next one. So that's uh, that's kind of what I wanted to drop with that. Um, but I ran into Julia Heisman there from here magazine and she is always a pleasure to run into. We talked a little bit about maybe uh, maybe combining worlds this summer and maybe doing something together. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. It's pretty something pretty excited. 
four and um she's just great and we had a chance to kind of really catch up because she had a booth there and i thought the food was good i thought the beer was good um everything was great and i could see where people they had a riding bull there which was pretty fun um and i think you know it was the first time they ever did it on the indoor side so give them a, give them a little bit of break there but um it will be better and i know monica is like if anybody knows her she's on her game um and so she will definitely do everything to improve that I um, just kind of wanted to run through a little bit of the week. Green is Good by Kate was on Wednesday at Talk Local. She is awesome, and uh, she was, again, more patient than she probably should be with us. <laughs> we <laughs> we, <laughs> we tried to uh, – she had to come in around 7.30 after she, after she closed her shop, and uh, great conversation. And we uh, had that one. So Crown Brewing is going to start giving us beers for a lot of those Talk Locals. So thank you, Ben David and Dave Bryan, for that stuff. It's awesome. We're actually drinking it right now. Um, we got the uh, we started with the Kill em Ale, and now we're going to be heading over to the the uh, Winter Warlock. So thank you guys for that. Um, but so we we were having a couple beers, and then it turned into um, we we were trying to do some ex- like new stuff from a production side. So Joe, you have no idea. So it's fun to I'll talk to you, Josh. You're muffed. <laughs> um, so we started to do like the we wanted to kind of like tease a couple more of these talk locals instead of just doing like the previews. And so right now we've been doing the three camera shoot and taking a clip, which I don't know if you've seen any of those. Some Mm -hmm. of those are just insanely awesome. Like the Gerard one is crazy. Um, But we uh, we're starting to like maybe we should start going into skits more. Right. So we were going to do a scene. I've never actually seen the movie. So it was a little bit of opposing on my part. But the team was so excited to do it. It was a scene from Love Actually. Do you know the movie? No. Okay. Well, either way, it's Rick Grimes, Carl oh, okay. from from Walking Dead. <laughs> he's uh he's in the he's he's a freshly shaven. Um, look, what's her name? Kira Knightley. Yeah, like you, Mister <laughs> Clean over there. Um, but no, on the face, not in the hair, because that's insane oh. to go straight bald. Unless you unless you have to, and you don't have to. So that's amazing that you're doing that, really. Um, but now where did I go with that? <laughs> you got me all off. <laughs> um, no, so it was like there was, uh, he had like these um, poster boards and, and like the idea was that he's going to steal the girl from the boyfriend in the living room. So he rings the doorbell. He has these po- these cards, these cue cards, and he's reading off an entire story. Well, I was going to do that for Kate outside is like a green is good by Kate kind of fun thing, but we just couldn't figure it out. We, <laughs> the lighting wasn't working out and just, you'd rather just not do it than do something that looks super amateur, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's where it was going. So it was like, okay, that's enough. And then, so then we were like, well, maybe we'll do a Saturday night live preview. Like, you know how they do those like small commercials. And so we were trying to dick around with the lighting in here to make it kind of look like it was it had some depth, and we just couldn't figure it. Next thing you know, it's eleven thirty. Kate's like, uh, "Time to get out of here." Like I know. So uh, a little behind the scenes on that, but she is awesome. I feel like she's always our guinea pig, and I feel bad for it. <laughs> but it's because I know her, you know, like she's a friend. So it's like I always like if we're gonna try something new, it's like that's the person that we want to yeah. try things yeah. with. But I, I you think know, that, that interview did get to you though, because you did become vegetarian for about forty eight hours. That's after true. That, uh, that is true. Holy I, crap! I did not eat meat for forty eight hours after that, and then it was the food truck yesterday, uh, and it's like I'm not gonna not eat meat here. So I, I jumped yeah. back on the wagon, and then I ate meat for lunch today. So <laughs> and dinner, and dinner, last and, night. Well, and dinner last night. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it just didn't last. Long. <laughs> it didn't last long. But yeah, that's a true story. Good effort. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so it was a long day yesterday. We did release the video of the NWI Truck Food Fest and the, our Food Truck Fest, and that is on uh, Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Uh, again, it's one of those situations where Facebook is just hammering our algorithm right now. So I think we've got like 350 reach, but 200 people have viewed it. It's just the way that damn thing is. And so hopefully keep sharing that and check a look. I would like to like, I would like to, if you see yourself in it, tag yourself. Cause that'd be really cool to start doing. 
Um, it's impossible to interview everybody at these events, but we met a lot of really cool people. One of those people in particular, Elena from Saver Paradise. Um, she is awesome person. So thank you for coming up and introducing yourself yesterday. Um, I know you mentioned on Instagram that you were going. I mentioned that I was going to be there. And uh, she was like, well, we'll meet up. And we did. And it was awesome. And she's really cool. She takes a lot of awesome photography. Um, I don't know if you saw her, Josh. She was taking a lot of pictures of, like, the food trucks. Yeah, I think I saw her. Yeah. So she, running around with the camera. So I'm just figuring that's who it was. That's who it was. And she's really cool and um, awesome to kind of get that going. I know we want to start something up when it comes to a food side of things. And we've had a lot of people just, like, posting random stuff to our pages, being like, hey, I'm at Franklin House, and here's a sweet picture of my burger. And that's great. We just need to organize it a little more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because there's just nothing we can use it right now with. And so um, I'm willing to kind of, like, reach out, and if, if you are listening, um, and you want to kind of get your, your pictures kind of starting to, um, see on our feed, which this is the whole thing. Purpose of this is to be communal. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. So please feel free to let us know, reach out to us. Don't just tag us in it. And that way, maybe we can come up with some kind of plan that kind of feature your posts more consistently, because we do want to feature the people that are listening and being a part of this. We want to build as big of a community as possible. We want to be what the time should be. <laughs> Let's put it that way. No, that was a shot. I didn't mean wow. to take that. Yeah, yeah, that's a okay. Pew pew. Yeah, I was laughing with Julia Shots yesterday. Fired. Well, it's like it's so funny to me because it's like if I wanted to be the Times, I would just hire ten people at like eight bucks an hour and just huddle around a a, a police blotter because that's all they do. They just yeah. report on what's happening in the crime. It's yeah. like it's, man, it must be easy to do that. I, I'm restraining myself from firing shots at other media outlets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I only do it if they deserve it. And they've they've uh, they've they've openly oh, yeah. told us that we can't get exposure. I've written evidence telling them that they will not cover us. So I, I feel like I can do that. Yeah. Since they're not going to cover us anyway, what's the point, right? Yeah. So there's that. Um, let's see here. I got a lot of you guys would be proud of my notes right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tuesday. I just did a bad audio thing. But it's like <laughs> my I'm, audio engineer, my old audio engineer. I pulled a Maloney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is like tap the hell out of this mic. Classic Maloney. <laughs> Um, that's fine. I miss you, Maloney. <laughs> Hockey let's talk. Get the sound of the poor. You know, let's really get really get it in there. Oh, that's not bad. That's nice. not bad. Nice. Um, so For my old bartending days, I could still pour a decent beer. There you go. <laughs> so I uh, want to give a shout out to Taylor Ricks this Tuesday for taking over our Instagram. Um, that was awesome. A big, big diff- uh, uh, amount of like support and feedback on that. Um, she killed it. The sta- the clay stuff, the statues was insane. All the pictures, like I had no idea. And I know she works at a Gary Charter School and she works with education. Um, hats off to her. She's awesome. And that's a good segue for another meeting that I had this week that I'm really excited about, uh, Jessica Carell. Um, I hope that's exactly how you say your last name. It's what it looks like phonetically. But um, she was awesome. And it's one of those times where I think when we met Jay Weinberg uh, a couple weeks ago, it was kind of a similar thing that um, – you just know you were supposed to meet that person at that time. And uh, she's going to start to be a little bit involved with what we're doing. And she's got a graphic design background. She's got studio production background. She's also got a huge art background. And so uh, she's insane and we need her. And so that's going to be awesome. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. And then going back into the Eats thing, um, I did meet with the um, guy who started NWI Eats. And... um, Adam Hazlitt, and it was one of my later meetings, and so I'll apologize publicly. We talked a lot about, and I, I don't think I ever said, I don't think I said anything during the entire thing. So um, I apologize to him. It was like a nine o'clock meeting, and like at that time, it was like coming off of Jessica and then Matt, and who, by the way, when I stopped by the poorhouse in Velpo this week, I ran into Andrew Nyes 
from Prime Real Estate, and that's really cool because we've been doing some phone, ch- some uh, cyber chatting. And then uh, when I was walking out, uh, he was standing, but he was sitting by the door, and then we started chatting it up a little bit. So I will be stopping in there, and I know there's another person. Did you ever know Lindsey Kramer? I've never, I've never, I didn't know her at Lakeshore. She was before my time. You were at Lakeshore. But I think you're only a year before me, right? Or was it yeah. more years? No, it was about a year. Okay, I guess she was doing stuff with the news desk, but she's their PR person there. So um, I'll be stopping in there. I'll be dropping nice. you guys a line um, to say what's up. But uh, Adam was a great conversation. Looking forward to kind of keeping that one going. And then um, let's see here. Um, okay, I already mentioned Monica. Bridget Harrison, that's a great one. So Bridget is the CEO of Innovations of Learning. And if anybody's ever met this person, she is insanely awesome. And I mean that in the best way possible. Um, her, she's, she's one of the – she's her, so infectious from a personality standpoint. Um, we sit down and we talk. We met at Panera on, on Friday. And uh, just she, the, the, what this woman has accomplished, she should be an inspiration for all human beings. Um, she has, I think, five kids. She's got her PhD through the whole thing. She started the company from scratch. She's now at about 120 to 200 employees. It's insane what she's done. And everybody who's worked there loves her, which is rare. <laughs> you know, that is rare. And so I got a chance to meet her when I was at Lakeshore doing a professional women's conference, um, small, small media thing that we were doing. And so I was interviewing a lot of inspirational women. And she was one of the ones that I interviewed. And it was just mind-blowing and um, awesome person. And so uh, we're she's going to be on um, the Talk Local podcast on uh, and reluctantly because I don't think she wants to be. But uh, Tammy, when she was with her, was like, "No, you've got to be on it um, on three twenty one, which is three two one, which is National I think Down Syndrome Day. So it's a great day to be a part of to have her on because that's what they do with is like uh, intellectual disabilities. So that's cool. That'll be awesome. And then um, let's see here. I think I got through it all. I would like to give a shout out to Jason Owens from Beer Geeks. He's amazing, and he's been inviting me to things that just sound incredible. I just haven't been able to get out there. Um, what Last Wednesday was Wu-Tang Wednesday. Hmm. I would have loved to have been there. That sounds awesome. It was ramen and Wu-Tang, and I'm in. And then yesterday was Dre Day. And so he's doing, like, sick events. Um, he sent me one about a uh, blues guitarist coming in, I think, in the middle of March. That's cool. Too, I'd so. to check that out. Yeah, I reached out to him afterward, and I'm like, man, is there any way you can just, like, give me a heads up on these events? Because I'd love to help you out, you know? Sure. Um, and Because I love that place, you know? And uh, he was like, sure, I think. So uh, I got to stay up on the events is what it looks like. But um, that's really cool. Um, and I think – and uh, we've been uh, talking to Jerry Davich, too, about uh, what that is going to look like on March 16th when he starts. And um, we've already seen the response of that when he shared that this week. It, I think our likes went up about 40 Wow. So uh, that was really cool. And it looks like he's trying to figure out the name right now. We've got, we're trying to do a lot of stuff. And so um, from a sponsorship standpoint, we're really, I I know um, this is kind of the same thing when it comes to the NWI Food Truck Fest is like, be kind to people that are doing organizing this because there's a situation to where hindsight's 2020. And these people who are organizing this don't exactly get hindsight when they're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, please just be like, you know, supportive to these people and figure out ways to help, not be just a critic. That doesn't help at all. And so um, we're going to be doing a lot of breaking new ground that is not going on here. And I I don't know of anybody who's doing it. And so we're starting to do a lot of stuff with Facebook Live. We're starting to really implement an actual news broadcast practically with inside of it. And there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be some hiccups. It, there's going to be because um, we're all human beings and we're fallible and we're going to make mistakes. So um, just stay tuned with that. But it looks like it's going to be awesome. 
Joe, you were going to say something there. I feel like you were going to do two things. You were going to say something right there, and then you gave a face after you tried that beer. Yeah, I have to really, like, commend you on not letting my beergasm, like, derail <laughs> your train of thought. I saw it. I saw it, for sure. It was, it was seriously, I, I, I haven't gone out to Crown Brewing before, and this is now my second beer from them, and this is phenomenal. Really? And so- it, yeah, and I'm not just saying that either. It, <laughs> good. It, I saw it your is. face over there. It was just like you were like in f- pure ecstasy. Oh it God, up, it, it was up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. and I wasn't sure if you were just that appalled by what I just said or if it was the beer. No, I was it, glad, it was, I'm glad it, it was, was definitely the beer. The beer. <laughs> yeah. So Josh, anything you'd like to add? I think I got through. Oh, you know what? One more thing. So I'm supposed to be meeting this Friday with Ben, and Ben is the NWI Jeep guy on Instagram. And I know we're trying to lock down a date so we can meet not only him, but his um, the, the people who own that dealership as well, because there's a chance of a, we have a, we have an idea. We have a proof of concept of a, some original content, a web series, and we're hoping to pitch in that meeting. And um, we're going to be launching it in the fall, which is really awesome. I can't talk about it publicly because people steal the shit out of stuff. And so uh, but it is something that we're really going to be proud of. And we've got producers lined up. We've got the entire production staff backed up behind it right now. Mm-hmm. And we're just looking for the right pro- the, the right partner with it. And so we're not asking for every car dealership meeting. It's our first one that we've had, but it's got to be a car dealer. That's where that's kind of how part of the, the plan is in place. And we think this might be a great fit. And yeah. so if that's the case and they feel the same way, that's going to be really exciting. But that's that's all I have. I'm really excited about it too because it is like one of the like first original ideas that we've had for this company too. Yeah, yeah, which, I, is, I, which is really fun to kind of see it. Yeah, we shot we, we literally shot the promo for this or the proof of concept while we September. were still working at, at Lakeshore. Yeah, we had I had to take a, a week off in order to go yep. and shoot it. And so did I. Yeah, but it's yeah. uh now to see it. Try to like almost wrap around full circle. It's it's, it's kind of fun. It is fun. It's kind of fun. Yeah, and they they just made a chain name name change, so they're doing a lot of branding differences, which is really cool. And uh, yeah. Well, and <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of how you did with not being a critic, and you know, just for people to be understanding is that what you're doing is putting yourself out on a limb, trying something new, you know, giving the community something that they've been missing. Same thing with the food truck fest, you know, they're trying to do something new. So many people in this area try to give back and try to do something new, try to bring and contribute something unique to all of our lives and it is more helpful if people show some understanding and letting people make mistakes and learning from their mistakes instead of just shooting them down all the time because if if people do that where they just are the harshest critics or you know poo poo every idea that ever is spitballed on something we'll never get the new and unique content that we really want and really deserve. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a hard world in this in this digital side of things, man. It really is because people just there's no filter. Yeah, and, 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 and it, it's not the accountability. Right. Like if I say something to your face, there's a chance that I could get punched. Right. 
Digitally, that's not the case. No, no, more people, you know, and like these people who get into these like full on altercations, yeah, with like like digital fist fights are just insane to me. Sure. It's like there's no way you're going to be able to get anything out of it. No, and so I know it's beating up Monica. I see it on the post today. It's it's not been an overwhelming amount, but you got to understand, like she put her heart into this, and so like to kind of be getting crapped on is just not cool. Um, so there's that. But there, becoming a critic a little bit, I will kind of bring up something, and this is kind of more of a roundtable subject for yeah. for this is. This region rat thing is just out of control to me. I mean, it really is. And, like, I don't care what people call themselves. They can call themselves whatever they want. And in and, and defense of this, like, Mayor Tom McDermott, I don't have a bad thing to say about the person. Yeah. I've never know. officially met him directly. And if I do, I don't remember exactly the moment if that happened. But um, he just seems like a good dude. Yeah. He I, seems like a, a, a real, you know, down-to-earth kind of guy. Yeah. I don't. I, I see him on the WJOB thing every once in a while, and that's pretty cool. I don't have a thing to say bad about them. Um, I just don't understand why we're so proud to call ourselves rats. I'd be interested to kind of just like have the conversation in, a, in like an educated way um, and not just like throw throw crap at one another, you know, and because even like when it was like the this week they were putting on the Twitter survey, but it's like it's all the people you called the person who's called region rat rants is run, practically running the survey. And it's like, of course, those people are going to be jaded yeah. towards being wanting to be called a rat. And I don't know if that's something that's north of 30 or and it's just a geographic thing. I don't know if that's the case, but like I would never call myself a region rat, and I would never call anybody I know a region rat. Like I don't, yeah. so I don't understand the whole fight to keep it. Do you? No. It, it is there a pride to that? Because if someone from Indy calls you a region <clears throat> rat, is that is that a positive or negative? I I've, I don't know. I think it's a negative. It, it's a negative sounding. I mean, I understand the pride of coming, you know, I, I was born and raised in Hammond Whiting area. You know, my dad, Inland Steel, his whole, sure, you know, 40 sure. years. My grandpa, 40 years over at Amico, you know, relatives at Amico. I get that. But we're now at a point where Hammond especially has become, and Whiting too, is so much more than just the mills or the refinery. Well, they can't know. be anymore. You've got BP and pretty much, I mean, a lot of people are being employed by Arcelor and a lot of people are being employed by Inland, but it's not nearly as much as it was. It, it, it isn't know? as much as it was, but also it, it wasn't as much of an, as an industrial town. Like I remember... Whiting Park not looking like it does in which is beautiful exactly. by the way we went to a uh, United Way thing man for young professionals over there and yeah. I was amazed at what Whiting's done I, I mean do they you really do you remember yeah do you remember what was in its place back in the 80s well I'm older than you guys way older than freaking you <laughs> <laughs> this is true uh, this is true I know I've got you by about at least a good five years at least yeah I'm 35 Okay, yeah, I'll be 40 in August. So. Oh, so five, four years, yeah. four or five years. Uh, see, growing up in Whiting, where the baseball diamond is, where the oilmen play, mm -hmm. was actually a loading facility for tank cars. That's what was there. Crazy. You would hear tank cars being, you know, being switched over, loaded over there. You had the filtration plant park, which is more toward right field, and but that was a water filtration plant and they had some slides and you know some so, a softball field and baseball field over there but it was nothing like it is now and i think that's where you know i get the you know that we are so proud of our working class heritage but it's now 
it's more. We have vibrant art communities. You know, it, it's the the food in Northwest Indiana, especially the breweries, can compete with anything downtown Chicago has. Agreed. If Agreed. not, kick its ass. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's what kind of makes me upset about the rat yeah. thing a little bit because I feel like it's an antiquated mentality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only problem I have with it is that it's built out of n- not the respect that Chicago or Indy should be giving us. Yeah, exactly. And that's what bothers me is because yeah. we should be our own. It's like the it's like those feminists who like built their entire like philosophy around what men are getting and what they're not. To me, you're never going to achieve anything if you're not worried about yourself. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, for us, I'm worrying about us. I'm yeah. not worrying about what other people's perspectives are. Yeah. And I just don't think it's a good flag to put on us. Like, if we let's, you know, there's something I'd rather do. Let's talk about doing, like, a flag for the, for the region. Like, Chicago has theirs, you know. It'd be awesome to be able to kind of unite these three things. Because I see these same people who want to hold on to the rat who are still talking about how the region, whatever that is, is only north of 30 and west of 65. Yeah, and it's it, like, it's, what are you talking it's about? Out. It, it, it's three counties, man. That, it's three, it's three <clears throat> tri-town areas. That was, you know, the mentality of before my time. Like, I remember when, you know, growing up, it was a real jog to go out to South Lake Mall because there wasn't really anything Nothing. out here yeah. back then. You know, downtown Crown Point was nowhere near what it was you know, is today. It, it wasn't it, nowhere near what it is today, 10, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's and, amazing. And it, it's also to an extent to, well, really, more so than a lot of people really want to admit, I think, because it's all town pride, is that the towns and communities are more intertwined than they've been, you know, in my lifetime. You know, it, it's not just, Whiting and Hammond having their exclusive things. You know, we go to Highland and Munster for their food. It, it's we all have our gems in our communities that we really love, and I think we should embrace it. And it's just more of than just a north of thirty. There's amazing things south of thirty. Yeah. You know, it, it's. I, I and even, east of 65, Velpo is exactly. amazing. Crown Point's amazing. Like these are amazing yeah. places. Why? Let's, let me ask you this: Is like why would you not want something beautiful? I don't know. Like it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. And well, just like how the, you have the uh, rift between Munster and Hammond all the time. <clears throat> yeah, I don't you know. Yeah, I, I, your neighbors. You, you both have enough. Yeah, enough. All right, Josh. Any thoughts on the on the subject? No, I don't want to be. A You're out. Rat. You're <laughs> out. Okay, so if you start getting hammered out, you just don't want. Don't, maybe that is. Is it just an old time thing? I don't. I don't even. I think know. it really like, is. I don't think even millennials give a shit. No, no one gives a shit. That's the thing. That's you know the. I mean? that's it's the thing. really a you know, people who are over my age. That's yeah. their thing. Right. Right. It, it's the. I don't think anybody twenty five. No. Or no. you know 30, 30 and under. And, and really like the the region the two one nine day, which is a cool thing, you know, to to set aside a day of our area code to you know celebrate the region. And I what love the idea of the party. Exactly, yeah. I love the idea of the party. I would love to be a part of two one nine day moving forward, being especially my company called Local two one nine. Yeah, I'd be jacked to do a part of it. So like, I'm not trying to like shit on the concept, and I think that's what was getting at least from the Twitter arguments that I saw in the last week. Yeah, it was like if you don't like the idea of a rat, then you can't do two one nine day. 
it's like, wait, what are we talking about here? Like, I still think the party is awesome. Yeah. I think it's great. I'd actually would love to be a part of the committee planning it. I yeah. think I would really enjoy that, you know? But I get what you're saying. And I think what listeners need to understand, too, is that what we're trying to say is that, you know, from your Chicago suburbs, let's say, people who live in, you know, the far western suburbs like Wheaton or, you know, on the Gold Coast or, mm-hmm. you know, or Orland, something like that. There, you know, you hear region rat. And yeah, it's like it's one thing if you like a person from the region's calling you, a and you understand rat. that. I don't like in, I in get it, kinda. Yeah, you know. But even then, like if someone I don't know from South, like if I went to go visit my friends at IU, yeah. and they're calling me a region rat, you know what they mean by it. It's got a negative yeah, context. It, yeah, you know. And so I don't understand why we're taking so much pride in it. That's the only thing I don't get. Yeah, let, let try to put a better image, better foot forward, better like slogan forward to try to get more people in here. And we That's don't all. need a mascot. We don't need a well, damn mascot. We see, don't need a region rhino to make it. I'm not even saying we need a mascot. I'm just saying, like, let's end the region rat thing. Like, I don't. Let's just call ourselves the region. That's good enough. I, I would say since we have the mascot Hall of Fame. Uh, there you go. I'm, Look at you cross-promoting, Joe. I, I'm bla- blanking on the mascot's name. Which one? Uh, the actual mascot of the Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, I don't know. I know it's Reggie the region rat yeah. was the new one. Uh, was the one no, it I is saw. Reggie. It is it, Reggie. It is, if I remember right, it is Reggie. <laughs> uh, make him instead of the region rat. You know, it, it embrace the fact that we have the mas- the national mascot Hall of Fame. That's an awesome thing. When is that opening? Do you know? Uh, it's supposed to open in fall. They've got the exterior and everything done. I, cool. I drove past there. Uh, Where's that at? It, it's on the north end of 119th Street. Oh, at the veil, yeah, at the oh, very cool. end, right before you make that the left national hook. mascot yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I was there for at, with Lakeshore covering it for Lakeshore Report, the actual uh, announcement with uh, cool. Mayor Joe, which Mayor Joe is just an amazing gem of a human being. I he, met him once. I met him once at the, uh, that same United Way event. Yeah, he was there to kind of he he actually took the this is how cool he was for that. He took off like the the licensing to have a bonfire on the beach for that event, so they could do that and yeah. like like more people involved. So that's sweet. He's like thinks outside the box. Yeah, he does. He's got a good team around him. I know Amy in yeah. particular is a really cool chick, and she's awesome. And so I know I've been trying to get a, a meeting with her, and we've both been just like, yeah, we'll meet, we'll meet. And then it just maybe haven't. It just hasn't form, you know formalized yet or anything. But I got to get on that one for the uh, mascot Hall of Fame. That'd be cool. Oh God, it's gonna be amazing what yeah. they've done. And throw that on with pierogi fest, and oh, yeah. actually pierogi fest was the main was like one of the main drawing points to move the mascot hall of fame here. Cool, because they saw how just an insane party that was, how much people it drew in, the fact that you know you had uh, things like the precision lawnmower team <laughs> and just bizarre things like that. They loved it. Their parade in itself is like uh, should be should be recognized. It's so much stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's awesome though. And and for the record, like I know even like Mayor McDermott, I think he posted something yesterday about they they t- they made a shirt that didn't have the red on it. And I think he said something. Here's what I here's what and I hope this is what I'm understanding it as. He he's made a comment about that like here's for all the fancy pants that don't want the rat or something like that. But I get it's a joke. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. calling me a dick. 
now, you know? And so, like, or pretentious or anything. Or at least you hope not. I hope. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but I could see how someone digitally is taking offense yeah. to that comment and being like, why Why do I got to be a fancy? I'm not saying that. I think he's done a lot of really good stuff. I think yeah. Dowling Park, I grew up in Hessville. I grew up in Hessville to eighth grade. I lived right across from Dowling Park. It is not recognizable today yeah. than it was when I was there. Hmm. And they've got Purdue North Central or Purdue Northwest. I keep saying it because it was my alumni, but um, they've got all those baseball fields there now. And they've got uh, like awesome state-of-the-art facilities. I just heard the uh, my buddy Carl Zabrigan, who's a who's a part of the Griffith YMCA. Um, he was talking about how they were going to make that um, YMCA expansion in, in uh, Hammond. They just they yeah. finally announced yeah. it formally like last month. So that's really cool. So there's doing a lot of cool stuff, man. It's not well, bad doom and gloom. I just don't care for the rat. Yeah, you know I, I get saying? it. I, I get both arguments for yeah, it. Yeah, and I would love to you hear know. the other side of it. I really would. Um, and where See, it kind of came I, I'm from. Not, I'm not like that emotionally invested in the rat part to, uh, you know. <laughs> I love it, how it makes like, me sound like I am. Is it, is it a union thing? Well, that, I don't know because like, I don't even know the history. Of I, I I don't know the, the history. The only time I've ever either. seen the rat is like when those when those like shame on you union guys are standing outside with their signs. It, it, it isn't and that's really with that. I I I want to say, like I remember hearing of like the context and everything with this more so when I was back interning at WJOB like fifteen odd years ago. Yeah. You know, like mm. I remember that being a region thing more than. Uh, yeah, it does feel it, like it, it is still it, like it's already faded away a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I'm telling you, nobody my age or younger even cares. Yeah, There's nobody no does. Way. Well, no see, way. what started this whole thing. This is what started this whole thing this week. Is that it's been a it's been a, a under the under the radar issue for about a couple months because it was all about this two one nine day and people were starting to get pissed about it. Gotcha. And they were openly doing digital arguments over it, which is never a positive, right? No, right. And right. so what happened was is like a guy I really respect, Don Babcock from Nipsco. Old Babcock. Old Babby. Yeah. He lit them up this week about it. Publicly, nice. So he said, "I I, I don't know so the quote for sure. I don't know he if I know the tits. quote about it or not, but I, it was something along the lines of, I think he was like he doesn't even care about two and nine day, and then he doesn't care about the rat thing at all. And mm. so that I think set them off, and now it started. That's where like it started becoming more of like a ah. a snowball gotcha. in this week. Gotcha. And so when I'm watching this, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I didn't even know people would cared that much. Did you jump in and put your two cents in? I did. And I didn't say much. All I said was, I don't believe in the rap, the rat symbolism either. Yeah. That's all I said on I, Twitter, I, I, but I think I got I'm like four likes hmm. and then McDermott, like, uh, of course, Adam Anderson, <laughs> Adam Anderson, he right behind it goes, uh, he says, uh, of course not. Hashtag embrace the rat. And like that got liked by people too. So then it turned into more of an argument. So I don't oh know. Yeah. See, it, <laughs> just funny i, I think Here like growing up in, it, 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 the it, complainer <laughs> growing up in hammond like i i re, you know in, in the robertsdale whiting area and everything like i remember everything being way more industrial way more rat-ish you could say i guess like uh now instead of uh, uh, where we have the pavilion and everything, that was just industrial area, and that, and, and now we have these beautiful bike trails, and it's it's we're beyond this rat. We're beyond the rat. Yeah, 
Old we're beyond the rat. Shaky hands we, over here. We have nicer image now. Yeah, I, I agreed too, and I'm and that's part part of like I like the idea, of the thought. I like the idea. I'm willing way more to fight about what the region is. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me, it's just like, hey, just uh, respectfully, I'm not gonna call myself a rat, and I'm not gonna call anybody I know a rat. Regionite. Maybe. Regionite. I'm a regionite. I'll yeah, take I'm that. that I'll take regionite. I would, dig, I would actually dig I'm that. into that. I'm not going to call myself a rat. And so if that makes me an, a jerk, then that makes me a jerk. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know. Um, so, uh, Josh, this week, has anything happened for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. What do you want to talk about, man? Uh, so, we, yeah, we had fun at the uh, the food truck. I always I keep wanting to call it an expo. It's not an expo. It's not. It's, a festival. it's NWI Food Truck Fest. Festival. Yeah. With no expo at all. No, there's nothing to do with an expo. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. I and mean, I know a lot of people were hating on it, but I I had fun. Yeah. I got to see uh, one of my friends ran into Andy Mead there. Uh, if everybody else was there, he uh, he played one of the songs at the end of that guy's set. Uh, killer, killer artist. Um, he's got a band High Noon too. They're they're dope. Go check them out. Um, and then today I had a chance to uh, stop in and visit my friends uh, Tony, Abe, Zach, uh, Beaver over at uh, Smoke Two One Nine. Um, always, always a good time over there. So I stopped in and hung out with those guys for a little bit. We're in talks about maybe uh, picking up their their social media for them and helping them out doing that. So sure. Yeah, but other than that, I, I that's it. That's all you got. I'm I'm quick, man. I'm I'm in and out. All right. Well, Joe, is there anything you want to add? Is there anything you wanted to talk about? I mean, because you've uh, you've been listening, and I know you've been listening probably yeah. on and off. Is there anything that uh, you're, any outside of observations? You know us, so it's a little unfair, but <laughs> yeah, it, it. You know, I, I have to say, from working with uh, you and Josh and Martin, you know, working with Jerry and Karen, like listening to you guys has really made me miss you guys because uh for the listeners that working with these guys has been like family i've been doing audio now for jesus going on 15 years (laughs) uh and nowhere have i ever worked with anyone that i've developed you know that kind of a bond of then working with you guys uh, and that's something I hope the listeners really appreciate and know that you know all of you guys you put your heart and soul into everything and it's wanting to give to the area something you know it's not just a business deal or money making deal like that you really want to uh, contribute a forum, you know, get other art because we have such amazing, you know, artists, musicians, you know, chefs, uh, the breweries, and give everyone a, a platform so other people who haven't tried out like Crown Brewing know how amazing these people are. And, and it's just yeah listening to you guys made me miss you more no oh, joe <laughs> i thought i thought we were on the verge of the first cry on this podcast Uh-oh. and we missed I it see, we missed it damn it now. damn it I, I, I always get that close <laughs> <laughs> Fight those cheers, yeah well no. we missed you joe and it was always been a pleasure i didn't tell josh you were coming in i tried to tell him that <laughs> I, a special I enjoyed guest. the surprise though this, this was fun this yeah was fun. yeah a, a little story time 
for the listeners. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't even know what this Let me is. get my blanket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can sit by the fire. Yeah. One of the best experiences of my life oh, was okay. hitting the road with you guys so this is gonna on go, football. This is all going to go back to Celtic Miss, guaranteed. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Oh, God. Yeah, the bar. The, the only place where our chief engineer could actually fall asleep sitting up. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is good. Sean. Yeah. I don't it, know how you don't like really that. really is. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, the, the amount of fun and the crazy hours and the stress. And in all this time, you still, and I've told everyone I've worked with, you are still the best crew chief I have ever worked with well, in my I life. Well, I appreciate that, Joe. You know, because like good managers, all you do is remove obstacles so people can do their thing. Mm. I don't know how that is a, 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 a such a hard concept for people to grasp. Well, Josh is not in the business end of the opposite side of that. I'm putting more obstacles in his way. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I've regressed in management since. No, well, <laughs> truth. It, except in, in, in this <laughs> instance, you are also an owner. So that's kind of like the owner. Maybe, maybe. Maybe you know. I try to I, I try to like not interfere. I try to not micromanage. No, this is just payback from from me from my time at Lakeshore, just throwing <laughs> obstacles at Alan. The whole That's time. what it is. Oh, this, is this is just oh, instant God. payback to me. That's all this is. The, the 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 amount of obstacles we've all overcame on those trips from uh, that truck to uh, Alan beating Pete out in a beer chugging competition. Yep. Well, let's put it so so people who like who kind of just jumped into this. I'll give yeah, a little yeah. context. Yeah, yeah let's a little context because not every we're, we're, like the numbers are showing that people like listen once and they listen six times and then they stop listening and then yeah. they listen once and they listen six times. And so our audience, while it's still growing, it still it doesn't like they don't. I'm not sure if they've heard them all, you know. <laughs> and so uh, so to give you a little bit of backdrop, uh, I was the crew chief at Lakeshore and we were doing a lot of live television broadcasts for sports and so. We would travel the Midwest, um, predominantly Springfield, Champaign, and Milwaukee, and we would go do high school football games. And it was like a crew of like 25. Yeah. Right? And if probably 30 if you include on-air talent, right? Um, and we would just go out and we would have a blast. And uh, I was in charge of kind of putting the crew together. I don't think I had to fire anybody, so that was nice. Um, but it was just about putting together the crew, and I would negotiate the contracts with the networks. So that's awesome. Um, and uh, just the times. And so, like, when we would get somebody a part of the crew, generally speaking, they stayed on. What, yeah. Josh? Except for that one Ben guy last. Oh, yeah. I had to, that was bad. That was bad. That was a firing. That was a firing. I forgot about that one. Thanks Poor for reminding ben. me. I did fire that kid. Ben. Yeah, that was, that was brutal. Oh, God. I, I missed that last season. I, really I know. Did. Yeah. It was yeah, a good really one. Because you know what, what the difference was? Is that we all knew it was our swan song. Um, and so uh, I, I had more fun in the last game that we did. And I was on camera the entire time. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> it got to the point. Of, I don't know. But we, were, we were playing squares on the quarters for these high wow. school That's what. Yeah. We were playing money bets on the quarters. See, I still have that picture I took of you on my monitor in audio of the of it was two seasons ago mm -hmm. you hopped on camera and the look of pure joy this man had i mean i've seen little kids get their first puppy that didn't have that look of pure joy it's true i was so excited to be on that damn thing <laughs> i was that is true can't wait to shoot i enjoy the Long shooting lens? i enjoy shooting camp like yeah no it was a it was a it was a handheld on the end zone okay 
that's what it was. Um, I think we were there for that, but I don't yeah. maybe don't remember that part. But um, yeah, no, those were some amazing that, times. Yeah, I want to say like um, so. Josh wasn't there for that, but I, I, I think I was. You guys, you did the ring around. Oh no, no. So I'm not talking about that. I was going to jump stories. Okay, jump stories. Um, the the first my first game ever. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> so, I've only heard holy this Jesus. horror story. Yeah, so it's probably the worst professional experience I've ever had. And I, I just tell you, like, so it was about my first time ever going on a live broadcast. And it was one of those things, like, they do at Lakeshore very well, as they say, throw you the keys without any kind of experience or knowledge or try to help you figure it out. And so they just threw me to the wolves, and nothing could, every, everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Um, the truck that we take from Maryville to Milwaukee wouldn't start. And so now it's becoming a situation that we're trying to figure out how to make that thing work in the parking lot. And um, our in chief engineer at the time, Bob, uh, he's struggle busting on it because it's hot out at that point. And I remember Porkchop, our driver, come running in and being like, hey, Bob's having a heart attack out here. So that amplified it. So now it's like we're usually on the at the field by 3 o'clock with the yeah. equipment. And this is a situation where it's now 2 o'clock and we're still in Merrillville and we can't figure it out. So um, that's when it was like panic mode. I remember calling my cousin Dave Mason and being like, Dave, or Edgar did. Edgar actually called him. Um, Edgar was like, hey, uh, we've got a lot of crazy stuff going on over here. Is there any way you can let us use your truck? And it was he was at Columbia College at the time. Thank God that happened. So we saved it. Dave's going up there. He didn't get there. So we usually are setting up at 3 o'clock, just to give you an idea. Um, the truck didn't get on set until 6, 6.15, right? Yeah. Right? So this is like, remember, yeah. you, you got to remember, there's a lot of equipment inside the truck. You've got you've to set up six cameras all over a football field. And we're talking about running cable. We're talking yeah. about running trucks. And so in an hour, you saw 25 people doing dead sprints, right? I mean, this is no joke. I mean, they were literally putting their bodies to the max to make this airtime. I got the talent monitor, the, the TV that our play-by-play uh, -play and color announcers use to watch the game while they're, you pulled in Maloney. I did. It's classic uh, Maloney to watch the broadcast and comment on and everything i was hooking that up as they were welcoming the viewers oh, dude and i remember uh uh was it the uh uh a1 because i was the uh, second audio engineer for that uh i remember the a1 handing me all of this gear they're like go hook this up it's like dude i have never seen this <laughs> truck in my life i have no idea how any of this stuff is hooked up <laughs> yeah 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 no it was insane and i remember at one point finally when we got the game up yeah. on the air and then um we didn't and so so you know like you know like uh just so like i'm trying to think of how to explain this to the, the listeners who aren't in t television so there's graphics that go up on the screen and so that's the way they do a lot of their sponsorship um, the best way to explain it is like if you're watching an NFL game, it's that top right corner. There's a score box up there or they'll have like on Fox football games. They'll have that little robot that's jumping around. Yeah. All that stuff is graphic implementation. And so is the names. Right. So the long story short, a lot of the sponsorship that comes from those high school games are built into the graphics program. So when someone gets a first down, they could say Casey's General Store first down. They do their month, their, their buy in there, their media buy, and it's all good. Well, that all that graphics didn't work at all either. Yeah. So we had no graphics. We got literally, I think we only went up to air initially with like two cameras Yeah. while everyone else was still setting up. And um, I thought the 
producer of the show and the general manager of the television station was going to punch me in the face at the end of that. Oh, that's yeah, like the yeah. worst. And I felt th- so because I remember that was my first day, day, man. That was, my first day. I felt so. Yeah. Fun. And so I, I, all I remember is like, I don't even know what's going on. The only thing I could do at that point was go up to those people and take full responsibility. Yeah. And that's what I did. I literally walked up there and said, hey, this is all my fault. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Um, if there, don't blame anybody else. Blame me. It's my bad. Um, I'll do. We'll do whatever we can to fix it for next week. Yeah. And that was all it really was. It's like we didn't blame anybody else. It was just one of those. No excuses. Like, just no hey, excuses. We'll just, just put it on me, man. Yeah. It's all me. And uh, thank God for that because uh, we ended up that, that ended up being an amazing relationship for three, four years. Yeah. That I would never return. Uh oh. I remember the like. Can't the the. Cherry on top of this was at the tail end, their audio engineer, who I'm just blanking on his name all of a sudden. Uh, Brett. Brett, yes. He was yeah. showing me how the audio board and everything is working in the back. Somebody tripped the fuse <laughs> and the audio board and everything, the whole audio section just went dark. Awesome. With five <laughs> minutes left in the game. And what is hilarious is that when you bring a, a audio board like that up, that's all digital, it freezes at its last point and it's stuck there until the software can be reloaded and everything boots up. And I remember Brent and I were just watching that like, bar. What do you do? Just creep so slow, <laughs> but make it. But you want it to put, like be so fast, you know? Exactly. And it's like come it's on. like staring at a loading screen. Yeah. It's just like the worst thing oh, ever. Yeah. yeah. So any, um, I'm trying to think of some really funny moments. I know we. It was really funny because like the. I know it was like I'd probably get a lot of shit for saying this, but for me as like the crew chief guy managing it, it was like I knew it was a good broadcast when everybody was on their cell phones. You yeah. Know? And so I remember at one point, um, and so I'm saying this like in, in, in jest. I'm not saying this isn't like the amazing thing, but um, there'd be a time where we'd catch people falling asleep on the set all the time. <laughs> and it would be like the funniest thing to go and take yeah, pictures of those people. Because, I wish we could like put together a full scrapbook. Uh, because keep in mind. All right. So the morning, and this was our weekend with these guys. Right. So is, yeah, maybe they need to know the schedule. Okay. 10 a.m., we met at Lakeshore. So this is Thursday. On Thursday. Yep. You drive up to Milwaukee. You unload a truck. Now, keep in mind, like some of these things, and this is why I started getting in shape, because this is heavy, labor-intensive stuff. You know, the long-lens cameras that we use. Uh, oh, they're not light. Oh, no. You need two they, people. They, yeah. 200 pounds, those cases? Yeah. yeah. 150, 200 pounds? Yeah. 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 I mean, they got Easy. wheels, but... It just don't matter. No, they don't have wheels. The, yeah, not the those uh, cases the long ones. Yeah, yeah. the handhelds yeah. do, but they're also so bulky that it, it's pointless. Yeah, with those, you know, the audio that we would do, uh, you're dragging 300 foot length cable. Mm-hmm. It's twelve. It's D12 cable, so it's 12 mic cables in one. The ends of those are all 36 pins, so they look like a fire hose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, really, that's that, true. That, yeah. That's exactly what it looks that's like. That's a great explanation. The fire hose. That's a great description. So of that. you have to lug that on your shoulder. You have to take that up to the play-by-play booth up there, the broadcast booth, and then back run it all the way to the truck. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's so. Your your first thing is. Unloading the truck, setting everything up as quickly, as efficiently as possible. All the while, like 
you know, as the A1, along with uh, Alan, along with our chief engineer, we do a quick like five, 10 minute tour of glancing around the stadium, trying to figure out the easiest way to run some of the cables. Because one thing I appreciate with, always appreciated with you more so than any other, you know, producer that I worked with over at Lakeshore is that I got site surveys. And so I kind of knew why I was getting into, you know, so this way I could hit the ground running because that's all I ever wanted to do yeah. was I didn't want to be the goober standing on the side like, oh, uh, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it's hit so, the ground running. So on a good day, I'd say on an amazing day, short runs of all that stuff, we're looking at an hour. Yeah. But on an hour, amazing day. Hour, right? hour and a half. To get all the cameras up and everything and the yeah, I mean, I would say I've seen it in an hour. I've seen it to where it's like you're parking the truck right behind a concession stand. There was those days, yeah, where we couldn't even like show up until later, and we just had to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, remember the one? Remember the one we couldn't get down the field till five thirty? Did it rain that day too? Yeah, well, that was the other problem with all the rain and stuff. People don't even realize that. So like when I when I'm over at someone like a like a party and someone's like, oh, what's with Pam Oliver's mic? Why can't that work? It's like, dude, you don't even realize there are twenty people sprinting around to get that thing fixed right now. Sprinting. Exactly. That's a full sprint, dude. Um, but the, going back to the schedule, so you went Thursday at 10 a.m. We wouldn't get back into the region until about 2.30, 2 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Right? And a.m. Yeah. A.m. And then we would have to turn around by 9 a.m. to go to Springfield. Yep. Then we'd go to Springfield. We'd get there probably around 1.30, 2 o'clock. Yeah. We'd stop for lunch, right? And then we'd go into that, and then so that's a full day. Again, these games, we're not – so, like, once these games end – what we got to do to build, we got to take down yeah, and, and pack back into the truck because every yep. venue changes. Hit the road. And it's just as long, if not longer. Sometimes. It's probably a little, yeah. I mean, because you got to do the whole check and make sure that you're not leaving anything there. Early in the it, season, all of it is all of it is long. Yeah. yeah. Early the first couple of weeks, you're going to be setting up long. You're going to be tearing down long. It doesn't take until like week five and six before people are starting to get in in a in a, in a groove. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. and so it's really long there. And so we're not getting out of these football stadiums till like eleven o'clock, and then that Friday nights we were going to the bar afterward, which was open till what three? Yeah, yeah. Two, just three, to yeah. just to release some steam, right? Yeah, and just, just have some relax. fun. Yeah. And then we'd get back to the hotel. And Luckily, we got to sleep in a little. That bit. was the, the nice next, part because we went to had to go to Champagne the next day, and so then we didn't. We usually were able to change our checkout time till noon or even later if we had to. Yeah. They were pretty cool there. Yeah. And then uh, we'd be on the road back again to Champagne, doing it all over again. And we'd be driving home that night. That night, and we yeah. wouldn't get home until again two or three in the morning. So you're yeah, you're yeah. looking at literally three back to back sixteen to eighteen hour shifts. Oh yeah, 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 and, and and that's if everything goes well. It doesn't. It's not that yeah. crazy. It's like there was so many stress-induced, anxiety-ridden oh, moments when you hit those inside ones that. On Thursday and and Thursday was rough. You're like, here we go. We're in a weekend of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because one one, it was like a domino effect. Thursday yeah. got screwed up. Friday would be screwed up. Saturday would be screwed up. And because not, this was our no only production truck. Very yeah, true. Yeah, this was our Very only true. truck. There was no truck B. Like with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With you know, when you're looking at, say, the NFL or or it's multiple trucks and multiple redundancies. And once those trucks are done with that game, they go back to base and are oftentimes serviced in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I did a, a wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to remember the uh, 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 league it was. 
it wasn't a WCW or yeah. It was w- how did how did we get that? How did how did I uh, how did I land that? It was a Sinclair Broadcast yeah, Group thing, and they asked me if I had any crew. And I think you and Lubby and who else worked that? And I thought you that was pretty fun. It was they, a blast. They asked me to work that, but I didn't it, go. It was a blast. It, it was a lot of fun. It was a long day, uh, of course. Uh, I did get to be on the pay per view for that uh, because what happened is there's. You know, uh, uh, there are two A1s. There's a truck A1 and then a uh, front of house A1. Which is audio engineer one. This is like the lead audio engineer. Yep. And I was a uh, second audio engineer uh, in the uh, forefront of the house. Okay. And there are two condenser mics, little lapel mics, that are run up the uh, post that support the turnbuckle there uh, to get that capture to the ring sound. Mm. Uh, he lost sound on it, so I actually had to commando run down the <laughs> entrance ramp, hug the border, slide underneath the ring, all while a pay-per-view match is going on, and praying to God nobody gets tossed out of the ring and while squishes you're there. me. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, it's funny. It's it's not funny yet because I uh, I miss it already. I can already tell you that I, it, it was been yeah. like, it was four years of our lives for me, you know? And, uh, I know you're still doing it at the TD Ameritrade uh, network. So that's a lot of really cool stuff what they're doing there. Yeah. And, um, you, they, they stole our Sean, our, our, our engineer there too, yeah. which is really, I hope he's doing well. He, he is. Good. Uh, uh, I, I, I take pleasure in driving him nuts every day. Yeah. Well, that's classic Joe Sean relationships. Yeah, there. It, it, it's, is. Yeah. <laughs> he is a brilliant engineer. The best I've ever worked with, and he's so dedicated. He yeah, is. And yeah. This this kid is just so brilliant. What he can think of, what he comes up with, and uh, I, I view him as a kid brother because where I am forty, he's like twenty two. You know, and it's we work really well. Well, that's we good to hear, have. man. Sean, Sean's an he, awesome dude, man. Oh my God, he's just excelled in this and met and floored every expectation for them. You know, it, it's been an amazing ride over there. I really, really enjoy it, and I like the fact that. Because what is the what is the gist of it for people listening? So TD Ameritrade is a, it's so they did you. Where it started was that there's software and financial planners and financial advisors yeah, they, that have kind of done that, and they've created a network inside that to not only educate the viewership. It's eight hours of original content. Well, first, it's an OTT network, which in you're going to start to see uh, more and more businesses doing things like an OTT network, which is just instead of tuning in to watch their programming on a regular TV, instead of broadcast like that or through cable, it's over the internet. All digital. We're an OTT network. Exactly. We're, we're, that's where we're scaling to be. And yeah. that's where the future is because it's so much, uh, it, it's, the cost is less, the regulation is less, the, the amount of equipment you need is so much less. Uh, and you're going to see a lot of businesses start to do things like these. So TD Ameritrade uh, put this together and we do eight hours of content. Uh, there's a uh, open, all around the market, right? Uh, yep, so opening show, market. closing market. Uh, you have education, how to use their Thinkorswim platform. 
so it's new. It's market news and also educational programming. Sure. And these financial people that are coming on your talent, while they may not be traditional talent, they're they're more versed in the experience and knowledge of the financial industries. Yeah, you're getting all the information from actual insiders, like one of our uh, uh, hosts, Kevin Hinks. His entire career was being on the floor of the Chicago Board of Exchange. That's awesome. You know, that's awesome. And the stories that all of these guys have is just amazing because that whole realm is total. Well, I mean, us coming from public broadcasting. Yeah, we're not investors. <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. No. Uh, but hearing stories of all of that, you know, the, the crash of 87 and everything like that. It, it's so unique. And it's that's such cool. an original perspective that you don't get anywhere else. And so you worked also not only there, but you worked before that at Comcast Sports. Yeah. It, so so to give people an do. idea, it's like when uh, as you're a sports fan, Joe is Oh my probably, God, I love that. Yeah, you met probably everybody that, that is there right uh yeah uh, so bill melton oh god bill melton that I, I love working with bill so because Frank. especially being a Sox fan yeah that a boy it, it i love the white Sox, but i also despise slow baseball <laughs> and I, I it's we had some excellent moments last year where that team was so fun to watch but there were also so many games that were just so yeah. painful. When, when you're young, you're gonna you're gonna lose some games, man. I mean, it's Exa just the way it is. But it's just unlike the Blackhawks, you know. And my criticism of, of the Blackhawks is: don't be afraid to play. The young guys know that they're going to make mistakes, but you they need the reps and everything. You know, we we've gotten too old and too slow. Uh, Duncan Keith is a shell of himself. And I don't know if it's the if, knee surgery if, or if, if it's the minutes. Think, if you think it's him, Seabrook. Is well, he's always been a more offensive, defensive defenseman. I, I, I've always thought it, it's he's always just a step. And I think more of it too. What alarms me as a diehard Blackhawks fan and hockey fan is just seeing. You know, when I look at the team and watch them play, I can't see what the strategy is. You know, it yeah, looks but like you a, and Maloney a, have always been critical of these teams. It, 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 you guys have been. You guys, you guys been no. calling out for Q's head for a while. Well, you guys have Q. been. Yeah, Coach Q. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember walk, walking down the hallway, and then you two because guys we, are just well, chatting it up about what's going wrong with the team that's winning the Stanley because, Cup. Because we <laughs> saw we saw the writing on the wall. As much as I love the fact that you know, being a, a fan of remembering when I would get seats on the ice for 75 bucks and, and sitting right on the hawk blue line for 75 bucks like three rows off the glass you know watching jocelyn tebow play with a crappy you oh, know yeah. it, it, it i still loved it but we you know maloney and i saw how that you know getting rid of like to me the the two big mistakes were letting nick letty go that, that was one. And Tavo. I, I think Tavo really needed those two guys we really need. Well, it, it was, we saw that, and it's one of those things, I get it and I understand it, that, you know, you want to maximize the chance of getting that cup now. But that third cup, I think, you know, really was a detriment to having a solid possible contender season after season. Because now... You know, where do we go? Well, I'm going to throw it back to you real quick. 
And I'm gonna. This is just my two cents. Yeah. And you know me. I, I watch the games sometimes. I'm not like a, I'm not a diehard Hawks fan. I'm just looking at it from a structure side of things. Yeah. When they were at their best, they had. Let me think about it. So they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven super like big time yeah. players. Yeah. So they had Sharp, Hosa, Taves, Kane, Crawford, Keith. And if you want to throw Seabrook in there, you could throw Seabrook yeah, in there. Yeah, you could. So you had seven guys. And John Morrison every once in a while would come up to yep. play. And so then you had these these well, seven and, guys. And on the first run, you had Brian Campbell. You had John Madden. who Right, but I'm just talking yeah. about the core guys, yep. right? So you had seven guys who were outperforming the position across the league. Yeah. And so since then, though, you've had you've lost Hosa, right? Yeah. He's gone. Sharp's not who he, who he no. was. So he's gone. Taves has been dealing with concussion situations, and yeah. like as much as he want, we want to say he's great, and it could be because he's overcompensating for other. He's not Jonathan Taves anymore. He hasn't been, and you've got um, Duncan Keith who's slow. Like he had a knee injury two years ago yeah. that he really hasn't. Yeah. He used to be able to take a lot more risk, and he hasn't been able to do that. He's had to play more conservative, and so now you've got you're really down to one impact player, and that's Patrick Kane. Yeah, and so it's like it gets to the point now. It's like. It's not. I don't think it's like. A, it's a. It's a, let's blow it all up well, they and be apocalyptic. Got some spark too. Uh, well, they, they just they just don't have the they don't have the guys outperforming their positions like no, they used no, to. They right, just no, don't have right. it, and so they need to. And like the salary cap is infringed on that. And you're, oh, you're yeah, talking about guys it, like it, Letty and Tavo. It's just it's just a natural organ, like you know, and, the organic side of the sport. No, and I get it. Like, and see the Crawford hasn't been there year. All year either, so that's like that's another thing. Like, what's oh god, yeah. You know? But you know, and, and uh, trust me, I get it. I get letting uh, uh, Darling as much as I loved, you know, watching Darling, watching Auntie Ranta. You know, I love those two guys in that. Uh, but no Stanley Cup winner has won on just one goalie all season. They all all good Stanley Cup contenders. Always, always, always have a great backup, and we have nothing. Well, you know, it, it's, well, it looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. Oh, so yeah, they will. Be... They need to be sellers. And what you know, the see what do you sell Kane? No, I, I don't. Well, how think, do you how do you become sellers and not sell Kane? I I don't think you sell Kane. I don't think you sell Teus at all. Uh, me, I. I don't think the Hawks ever would sell Kane. I think if the right opportunity, you know, pops up, I think all players except for Jonathan Tays and Corey Crawford should be on the table and and Duncan Keith. Uh, because with Tays and what always, you know, gets me when I, I read any of the comment section is people do not grasp the fact that the leadership and the example he puts forward uh, and yeah, that attitude. That is something that you will never find in other hockey players. He's probably my one of my favorite top three Chicago athletes of yeah, all time. Yeah, he has he's always the, he's been one of mine. He's yeah, serious. Exactly. And uh, Corey Crawford, no one has been more consistent in net than Corey Crawford, in my opinion. You know, you always have had the the detractors, but... It, it, you know, name any of your uh, your big high caliber goalies. You know, look at Luongo, look at Flurry, look at you know Ryan Miller. Everybody who's touted, you know, 
Corey Crawford, they never gave him that kind of kudos. But who has been consistent for the Hawks from day one and shown that consistency season after season? This being an injury-plagued one, but, you know. Yeah, well, uh, you, you have them up it, and down, right? It, it really, what, what alarms, what I didn't like about, you know, Bowman and Q was the fact that you've had so many no-trade clauses. You know, I, I never thought signing Seabrook to that kind of a deal. I, I get it. I get why they did it. But, you know, that that kept you handcuffed from giving those kind of deals to bring that next, that next group that would be your transition core in. You know, yeah. that getting, you know, Nick Letty, getting, you know, keeping Brendan Saad back when we had him, you know, and not dealing Panarin for him. I get why they did it. But in the end, you look at what we lost, you know, what we gained in trading and that for not just Saad, but for all of these players that we've gotten rid of and everything, what what assets have we gotten that have stuck, really? Well, I think that's the issue. It's the same problem I have with the NBA. The NBA yeah. is you can trade superstars all you want. It doesn't. You're never getting the response back. Yeah. You're just never getting it. And I don't care what they think. And which is, by the way, it's been NBA weekend, too. By the, you Yeah. Know? And so uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, it uh, looks like Donovan Mitchell won the slam dunk contest. Look out for that dude. That dude's going to be a superstar. Bulls passed on him. Just throwing that out there. And uh, which I shouldn't care because I'm a Timberwolves fan this year for the next two years, th- next three years. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did you see that, uh, that lady that told LeBron to just shut up and dribble? Yeah. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought, I thought you were going to get a kick out of that one. You know, I- did you see what they did, though? No, did you see, I only saw. Did I you see saw LeBron's response? That. It was the Uber. It was the Uber thing. No, I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see his response. Uh, not being a big basketball guy myself, the the going back to like uh, NBC and everything, the games working the Bulls, how nice and just so cool, Kendall and especially Will Purdue. Will Purdue is such an amazing. He seems nice like a guy. nice guy. He, it, you know what his it, biggest contribution to the Bulls was? Hmm. Getting traded for Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't even him so that's no. awesome but he's he seems like a super nice oh, God, guy yeah. he looks like he's 12 foot tall oh my god it, it, yeah. the the until you stand right next to him <laughs> and especially like trying to mic him you know because uh, one of our floor directors she's all of like uh, i think five two <laughs> so she actually had to like stand on a chair to mic him it, it was hilarious but it, it, it yeah the the talent over there is really amazing but I, I do have to say like the bulls seeing them you know the effort they've been putting through I, i'm the most excited about the socks seriously yeah I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to this year yeah i was one of uh I was just want to know. Did you guys ever see that? Uh, hear that, um, that? Now we were talking about LeBron James getting yelled at. That woman that yelled at him um, from in, during the finals. Have you guys ever seen that video? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Did he like turn around like? Hey, watch your mouth, woman. Wow. LeBron like looked back to his wow. like what? what? Yeah, yeah. I love that clip. That's what every human being wanted to say to that guy in his life. Wow. <laughs> I feel like glad we brought that one in. That's a good clip. I hope everyone heard that. I hope it wasn't uh there's gotta be a way to implement clips better. But we're not we're not planned any of this, so this is all just an off the topic conversation. Um so I guess we're we're about an hour in here. Hour and hour ten. ten. So yeah. 
probably time to wrap it up. Usually these are around 35, 40 minutes. <laughs> the last time I went past this, I don't according to Alan, was I, I was in New York and I was uh, drunk. So ah, yeah. And, and he uh, initially reached out to me because obviously he's in New York. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. Just help him set it up, and he's yeah. like. Dude, I'm out here with my buddy. We've been talking since I got here. I have no idea. It was what Sunday we're night. Talk about. Yeah, we were there together for 72 hours, and him and I just never stopped talking. It's just but, like one conversation after the other. But then he texted me. And he's like, "Hey, dude, we got to run, and we're good to go." And then I didn't hear from him for a while, <laughs> and like three hours goes by. He goes, "All right, man, we just uh, we just wrapped it up. Um, I'm gonna send it to you." And I looked at him like, "Wrapped it up." Send me a three-hour podcast. I, I messaged back like, "What the fuck do you want me to do with this?" <laughs> make magic, Josh. Make magic. <laughs> Yeah. So, so so we ended up having to break it up into yeah. two segments. Two it, parts. It, 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 it was a two parter. But it was I, I look every once in a while it's one of my favorite podcasts. I go back yeah. and listen to it because it was just like encapsulation of a moment that I I don't know yeah. if I could ever every you know. Re-enact. Well and what's really funny is we can I remember the length of conversations we got to on the road. Yeah. And oh, yeah. then in the bar. Oh yeah. And then once the bar closed, back in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't yeah. Stop. It no, didn't, no. No. I think that's what I love about yeah. doing this is that I, I it's it's kind of fits into what I who I am as a person as is I, I enjoy conversation I really do absolutely um, when so, you remember me I can talk you can talk <laughs> <laughs> but Joe it was an absolute pleasure having you on and having you as a guest we haven't had many Thank guests you. on the, on the Sunday so <laughs> no but this was fun man. this is a good was. this is a good down memory lane so is there anything you want to close with anything. No, not really. Okay, cool. Well, Joe, thanks. Otherwise, I would add another 10 minutes on. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) So, Joe, again, thanks for coming in, man. It's awesome to see you. Thanks for having me. Josh, it's your turn. Hey, uh, if you guys want to come find us somewhere, (laughs) social media across the board, we are at Local219. That's on Facebook, Local underscore 219 for our Twitter, and Local219 for our Instagram. Uh, If you want to reach out to me or Alan, uh, my email is josh at local219.tv, and Alan's is alan at local219.tv. It's (laughs) A-L-A-N. Good. Wow, some, you're getting better people, at this. Uh, some people, <laughs> you're some getting people better at this. It wrong. I'm noticing some of the messages. That's okay. Yeah, yeah but it's, uh, it's the curse of being Alan. A L A N at local two one nine TV. Yes. So feel free to uh, yeah. send us whatever. Send us uh, memes. We don't care. All right, we'll, we'll check it out. Good job, Josh. You're getting better, man. Thanks, with man. each week. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. it. It's awesome. You guys make this whole thing worth it. And, um, we, uh, got a pretty busy week next this week coming up. I can't exactly announce my talk local guest right now because it's not confirmed. Um, but, uh, it's really cool. Looking forward to it. Hopefully if that's the case. Um, but again, um, you know, especially with all this like danger out there and with the times doing police blotters, it can build up a lot of, uh, fear in this world, but, uh, be safe out there. And uh, feel free, like Josh said, to contact us, and uh, we'll be talking to you later.